Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. John Shannon coming up in about 47 seconds' time. Ross going to tell you to... Uh uh, you're going to want to hear the conclusion of today's show as well. Uh, just going back into a text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, a texter has said, said, Bob, I think Dylan Holloway was an oiler, never really got demoted, and Yamamoto does take a lot of physical abuse over the course of a playoff or playoff-style game. We should have Holloway up here as soon as possible and get him back up to speed. He's just starting to become effective. Um, I, again, I think you'll see Dylan Holloway uh, up with the Oilers. Uh, once uh, the playoffs start, there's no salary cap uh, come playoff time in the National Hockey League. It is the best pizza in the city. Still making a great royal pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. You can get the new Canadian Club pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. Visit royalpizza.ca. 14 locations in Edmonton, one in Calgary. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 136 in Edmonton and go to John Shannon for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. John Shannon, our NHL insider. Hello, John. How are you? I'm uh, I'm great, Bob. Are, are you calling me from Space Mountain, or are you in Frontierland? Uh, I'm not too far from there. I'm not going to tell you which <laughs> hotel I'm at because I'm not allowed to, as you know. Uh, but uh, I just, it's I just not figured a Disney on your hotel, off day which, you'd go to you Disneyland. Know, I can't go to Disneyland without my son Hudson. You know that. That would not go well, or Tori. That would not go well in the Stauffer household. I feel horribly guilty. And in fact, to be honest with you, John, I even feel a little guilty about how the last time went when we went to Disneyland because that was before the pandemic in 2018-19. We've been there for a number of years. That was a tough year for the Oilers. Um, and Dave Tippett got hired during the time that I was gone as head coach. And I think we both know Dave did a pretty good job as head coach for the Oilers. Um, but, man, what a difference. You know what I'd say what a difference four years makes? Uh, Ken Holland's got the ninth best winning percentage in the NHL as a general manager since taking over the Oilers. They were 25th that year in 1819. But you can say what a difference three months makes. I mean, the Oilers were at 21, 18, and 3 after they lost 6 3 to LA on January 9th, John. And since then, Edmonton has the best record in the NHL 26, 5, and 6, 784 points percentage. How, John Shannon, did this happen? Well, I, I think there's a, a confluence of, of, of things, and a lot of it has to do with the way the manager uh, worked the cap and, uh, and, and changed and subtly changed the roster. You know, all you have to do is look at the, uh, the first two goals scored by the Edmonton Oilers last night, uh, Janmark, Bukestad, Koston. Uh, to know that uh, those are three players that have been brought to this organization in the last 12 months by the general manager and created some depth. And, uh, you know, this is this is a much different personality hockey team now because of some veteran presence and some better speed and better penalty killing and all because of some of these additions that Ken Holland made. Well, there's no question they've added size. And, you know, Dallas Aikens talked about it on the show last Friday that the Oilers can play it any way you want. I think we saw that in the two games against L.A. Now, they didn't have a Vander Kane, 
the two games earlier this season that they played against Los Angeles. And we know that Kane had a, a hat-trick in Game 3 against L.A. in the playoff series last year. He also scored a, an empty netter, his seventh, uh, I believe his seventh goal of that series at that point, um, in, uh, in Game Number 6. And there's no, I mean, when you factor in Dayhardet, John, Evander Kane, yep. Bukestead at six six. Though he's not overly physical, he's 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 still a big man with range. Costin, uh, as you've already mentioned, has dropped the gloves a few times. This is a different team, maybe uh, physically. It's it's not just in terms of talent, ability wise, but also size wise. Yeah, you know, you're right. I had a great conversation with with Jay about the the swagger that Evander Kane brings to this roster. Uh, and there's no coincidence when you look at the team's record, both once the acquisition was made last year and since he's come back from both of his injuries this year, uh, that uh, he makes his teammates, as DeHarnay does, as Bukestead does, they make their teammates bigger and they, and they, ha- they have more confidence and they, they have more belief. Uh, because of the size and the and the confidence that all those guys bring to the roster. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a big addition. There's no question about it. Uh, look, you you do your own show each day with Bob McCown. That's available on podcasts. You have the privilege of talking to lots of different managers. You know lots of guys around the league. Are the orders seen differently right now than maybe they have been in the past because of the consistency that they've played with over the last three months? I think so, uh, and I and I, quite frankly, I think it was you know the game in Vegas, and the two games against the Kings that have changed a lot of people's opinions because there there was a point where sure the Oilers were playing well, but who were they beating? And when they 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 won three of the four games against uh, the teams that were directly ahead of them in the playoffs or in the standings in this division, I think that that opened a lot of people's eyes. The other thing that it has, Bob, and it's it's a little thing, and Oilers fans may or may not care about it, is, is that the team has been given a lot more national exposure. The last two nights, you know, Tuesday night in L.A., they were on ESPN, and last night they were on TNT, and there's a lot more people around the NHL, not just in Western Canada, not just in our country, that are watching the Oilers with raised eyebrows saying, oh my goodness, this team isn't just two players anymore. By the way, the goaltending is better right now. Matthias Ekholm has made a difference, and this team can kill you any which way. It's, they're not just going to win game 7-5 anymore. They can beat you 2 nothing, and they can beat you 3-1. And the Oilers game to wrap up this extended four-game road trip Tuesday night in Colorado is another ESPN game. And I know we talked a, a bit uh, last week, last Thursday, about TNT and ESPN. Has has this move uh, worked for the National Hockey League, having two separate uh, national carriers? I think it has. Uh, you know, you know the the goal was to make sure that there was a, a lot more accessibility to NHL games. Uh, NBC Sports Network, which was the major uh, carrier for the last uh, 12 or 13 years, um, wasn't necessarily viewed in many homes, not near as much as TNT was, uh, not near as much as ESPN was. And, and I, I think that part of it alone has has made difference. You know, last night I watched uh, the ESPN coverage of the Euler game, uh, and at the end of the game, 
and on Tuesday night as well, and at the end of the Kings game, um, you know, the first story for the first eight or nine minutes on SportsCenter was the NHL. And Bob, you you watched ESPN enough in your time in the United States to know full well that we were lucky to get hockey coverage in the first half hour of Sports Center at night. Uh, and it, it's it's really in many ways the amount of coverage away from the games, particularly on ESPN, that has really enhanced what the NHL can do with a national rights holder in the United States. It's not like it's not like in Canada where the where the hockey fans will hunt and fish for every game that they can watch. Uh, you have to spoon feed the hockey fan in the United States, and being on ESPN is the best way to do that. Did you happen to see uh, Calgary Winnipeg last night? I did. I, I did watch. Yeah, it was uh, for at least for the first half of the game. It was it was a playoff game, uh, and then in many ways the Flames and and big boy hockey took over. And uh, I think there has to be some disheartened people in Winnipeg today. Now they 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 still are in the, they've got the game in hand, and they have the tiebreaker. But missed opportunity, the chance to maybe, you know, not that it's the final nail in the coffin, but they could have gone a long way to securing a playoff spot. What's happened there? I mean, <laughs> are we saying the same thing about two? Like, I had Calgary all day in the playoffs this year. I don't know if you did, but I did. And I had Winnipeg all day in the playoffs this year, and there's a, well, it's 100%. One of them is going to miss the playoffs. What's happened in those two markets? And I got news for you. Uh, with Calgary winning last night, that actually uh, uh, put a little bit of air into the breath of the Nashville Predators because the Predators now play both Winnipeg and Calgary on this road trip. Uh, and if Nashville is able, with games in hand, if Nashville is able to beat both the Jets and the Flames, the Predators are in the driver's seat, which is absolutely phenomenal when you think about it with what, what David Poyle and Barry Trotz did at the deadline. Um, what, what happened in Calgary, I, 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 I think it's pretty well documented. You know, Daryl Sutter wants to play north-south hockey, and there's lots of players on his team that don't know how to play north-south hockey. They'd rather play east-west. You know, Nazem Kadri has not really been very effective. Jonathan Huberdeau has struggled. Um, you know, the only thing that's kept this team in any sort of playoff run is the confidence that Sutter has shown in Jacob Markstrom. Uh, and he, Markstrom was phenomenal last night in beating the Jets. And in Winnipeg, the big issue is the goal scoring has just dried up. Um, and, and when I, I'm not just pointing fingers at, at forwards. Shifley, Wheeler, Connor, although they've been better of late, uh, have have not really scored key goals. They went through a, a stint of I think scoring nine goals in seven games, um, but uh, it, it, it's it's one of those things uh, that Josh Morrissey has not had a last, a very good twenty game stint here. After people were starting to talk to him as a Norris Trophy candidate, and I was one of those guys. Connor Hellebuck has not made the key save when he's needed to make the key save. That's an issue. Uh, the overall defense has not really been near as effective in the in since Christmas time, really, when we all thought the Jets were one of the talking points of the successful Central Division in the NHL. 
John, great stuff. Uh, Monday is, uh, it's, a, it's considered an oxymoron for our listeners, a best of Oilers Now show. But we look forward to talking to you next Thursday when the Oilers have their fan appreciation night against the San Jose Sharks and Edmonton wraps up the regular season. Listen, this, just one, two things. I, uh, my heart, uh, this is a bad day, a tough day when you consider this is the fifth anniversary of the Humboldt bus accident. Um, hearts go out and thoughts go out to uh, all the families that we live, we talk about it once a year. They live with it every day. And that's it's, it's a heartbreaking story. And it will be for years and years to come. And on the other side, I hope everybody has a healthy and happy Easter. John, well stated, and we're going to conclude our show coming up after the next break on that front. Thanks a lot. Cheers. 147 in Edmonton. Uh, We'll go into this day in Oilers history at this time, and it is presented by our friends at New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. And here's Brendan Escott. 1986, Wayne Gretzky assists on Marty McSorley's 11th of the season to win his sixth consecutive Art Ross Trophy. The Oilers beating the Canucks 3-2 at Pacific Coliseum. Gretzky's 215 points. Let me state that again. 215 points are the single season points record. No kidding. As are his one 163 assists from this same season, Bob. Awesome stuff. Uh, When we uh, return, we'll uh, pay homage uh, to a difficult day in Canada five years ago today. Bob Stauffer with you will tell you that uh, tomorrow and uh, Friday's show and Monday's show uh, as we uh, celebrate Easter weekend uh, will be best of Oilers Now shows. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night from 6 to 8. Here's Brandon Escott. Yeah, you will hear from uh, former NHLer Luke Gazdick and Spruce Grove Saints head coach Bram Steven as well. Uh, Rob Breckenridge coming up from 2 to 3, Chelsea on Ched uh, today uh, with uh, Chelsea Bird from 3 until 6. Uh, goals without saying, April 6, 2018. <clears throat> Was a, a very difficult day for a lot of people. And I'm sure many of you listening right now... Um, know somebody or have a family member that's extended or connected today is the five-year anniversary and uh, we'll leave you today with tom cochran
dreams Riding off to immortality in the big Yeah.